Welcome in to another edition of Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you tonight? Doing all right. What's up, man? Not too much. So tonight we're going to go over the injury report um, and kind of what we how we think that is going to play out, and then we're going to talk about you know the Titans versus the Texans when the Titans have the ball and the Titans versus the Texans when the Texans have the ball. Before we do that, I remind you we're right from miracles.com so you can check us out there. You can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at jmorrismcm. Terry's at tlambertfb. So the injury report, I mean, I guess on, on, a, on a few places it's gotten better. Um, it sounds like Rashawn Evans has been a full practice both days so far this week. So it sounds like he has a really good chance to play for the first time this year in this game. So that's good. Harold Landry was a full go today, as well as Derek Morgan. So the Titans should be getting help in the pass rush, um, should have more depth there this week. Um, so obviously, you know, that, that that's never a bad thing. The bad news is, one, Taylor Lewan was once again sent home, um, which means he's probably still in step one of the c- concussion protocol, which I would think at this point makes him a really long shot to play. So you're more than likely going to be running out there with Kevin Pamphiel and uh, Dennis Kelly as your tackles which is not a good thing. Now, Dennis Kelly was sick today, didn't practice. If Dennis Kelly can't play, then they, uh, they might as well just start playing Gabbert. Um, but it sounds, I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine. He'll probably be back tomorrow. Uh, Corey Davis was limited for the second straight day, hamstring. He says it's fine. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Jack Conklin's still working his way back. I don't think he's going to play. Marcus was downgraded from full practice yesterday to limited today, but I would imagine that's just – some get, get Blaine Gabbert some work, make sure things are, are going okay there. I would expect to see him full again tomorrow. So I think of all this stuff that we're seeing here, uh, Terry, do you agree that the, the, the tackle situation is the one that should have us the most concerned? Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, like you said, not real worried about Marcus Mariota. Um, but those tackles, I mean, that changes the game. It, it changes the game when Jack Conklin doesn't play. Now you've got Lawan out. Um you know, I, I know Dave McGinnis said Kevin Penfield and Dennis Kelly played well. Uh, with all respect to the Dolphins, that's not J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney. So, uh, much tougher front. Uh, remember that Houston defense was pretty good. They were banged up uh, last year, uh, so they're back to full strength. So, that's a problem. Um, you're not going to see, at least I hope, uh, you're not going to see Marcus Mariota dropping, taking seven-step drops. Uh, a lot of uh, extended play action plays. I think you're going to see a quick passing attack. I think you're going to see them really trying to establish the run. Uh, and I, then I think you're going to see an uptick in, in the screen game. So anything to get the ball out quickly uh, to kind of counter that, that pass rush there and to keep Marcus Mario upright, I think they're going to have to take every advantage they can take. Yeah, those those little plays that you saw, especially early in that Dolphins game, where they just kind of stood up and flipped the ball out into the flat. Uh, you saw one of Tajay Sharp. You saw a couple of Corey Davis. I think you're going to see a lot of those, like you said, screens, that kind of stuff. Because you know, <laughs> remember we all remember the Will Svitek game against the Texans when Ken Wisenhunt did have Zach Mettenberger taking seven step drops and getting killed. Um, I, I think this coaching staff is smarter than that, or not as hard headed. Probably is the right description for that. As that staff was, so yeah, they're going to have to do something to get get rid of the ball quickly. And you were saying before we came on, I mean, this offense is going to look a lot different uh, than it did, you know, throughout the preseason. 
Um, you know, we all we we have all these questions already about what this offense is going to be, what it's going to look like. Well, now you're going to be without both of your starting tackles. You're going to be without your starting tight end, who is you know uh, the most consistent part of your offense. Um, so they're going to have to change a lot this week and a lot going forward. I mean, we hope that in a couple of weeks you'll have Lawan and Conklin back out there. Um, so things obviously improve at that point. But for this week against you know it, when everybody's healthy for the Texans, one of the best pass rushes in the league. I don't think there's any arguing that. So um, yeah, we, we don't get to you know if this were. The second game against the Texans last year where they didn't have Watt, they didn't have Merciless, they were really banged up, it wouldn't be as big of a concern. But I just I, I worry about Marcus's safety in this one, and hopefully um, they can find a way to establish the running game, get some quick throws, not have to get in spots where they're you know third and long, having to wait for a route to develop because it's just I don't, I'm not sure if that's going to be able to happen on Sunday. So like I said, we're getting, getting, getting the defensive players back, so that's good. But I mean, I don't know. I just it, this is this is not shaping up for a game that I'm going to have a whole lot of confidence heading into. Yeah, and, and I think I think you need to have patience here. I, I know that's that's just an impossible thing to have in the year 2018 anymore. Uh, but consider Delaney Walker not being there. That's not something that you can fix in a week of practice, right? So Johnu Smith is going to step into some sort of expanded role um then from there the burden's going to fall on Corey davis and taylor taylor two young players that really haven't done it yet uh so it's going to take time you know they, they're still not fully into this offense we haven't seen this offense work um uh, top notch yet and then you take a key piece like delaney walker out um it's not it's not going to be I, I just don't think it's going to be very pretty uh, I think it'll get going. I, I've got confidence in that part of it. I just don't think you're going to see it this week, maybe not next week. Um, it, it's just unfortunate that the Titans have such a rough opening, uh, a rough three-game stretch here with so much uncertainty when they're trying to figure things out. And against, you know, just really, really good pass rushes all three weeks. I mean, that's the thing that's the, you know, and, and so I talked about why the Dolphins game was so important to go down there and get a win because it was, it didn't, it didn't get any easier after that. So they weren't able to do that. And we'll just kind of have to see how this one plays out. All right. Coming up, we'll talk a little bit more about what we think the Titans will try to do against this defense. So, I mean, I think we pretty much covered it there, but. You know, this is going to be the time where they really need Corey Davis to step up. I mean, they drafted Corey Davis fifth overall last year. Um, we were willing to give him pass, injuries, offense, all that stuff for, for last year. But now you've lost Delaney Walker, who was the most dependable, most consistent part of this offense. You're down, you know, your big playmaker. Rashard Matthews is still, I don't, I don't guess he's up to full speed yet. He's still coming back. They're going to need to be able to throw a couple of you know those, those tunnel screens or whatever you want to call them to Corey Davis and have him make some big plays if they're going to stay in this game. Yeah, and they're going to have to be on the same page. You know, Corey Davis is going to have to make decisive cuts. Uh, Marcus Mariota is going to have to know where he is on the field and trust where he is on the field. Uh, so I just don't think there's going to be a lot of time in the pocket back there to wait on things to, to develop. Uh, so, like you said, this is what Corey Davis was drafted to be. Uh, his time is now. I know he's got the hamstring. Uh, it, it really doesn't sound like a big deal, honestly. I, I know Titans fans are kind of 
hurt about the the hamstring deal because we saw it so many times last year. But um, it, it hasn't kept him out of practice. He's been limited at least. So um, I, I think he's in a good spot. Uh, if he's on your fantasy team, I think he's worth a start. Uh, I think he's going to get plenty of targets, and I think the Titans are going to have to keep pace somewhat uh, with what's a, a pretty good offense. Yeah, and this will be a, a good a, a big game too for Derrick Henry to get going. Um, you know, they were trying to get him going last week, and then it just didn't ever work. Um, and man, I mean, I don't know. I, I know there's a lot of people that are really high on Derrick Henry. Um, and, you know, you would think him being an Alabama guy that, you know, I would be one of those people. But I just – he has not shown the ability to consistently move the chains in his time in the NFL. Um, you know, we saw the big explosive plays from him last year. But I was listening to something the other day that said if you take out, like, his 70-plus yard run, his 70-plus yard runs, that he's averaged, like, 3.3 yards per carry as an NFL back. And that's just not going to get it done. They need to be able to get something more consistent going with him in this game. But then you go back to the thing with the offensive line, and I just don't feel a lot of confidence in them being able to line up and, you know, just run a traditional, hey, we're going to hand the ball off, we're going to run it at you and try to gain yards. I just I, I don't know that that's going to be possible in this game. But if they could find something in the run game, that would at least give them, you know, an option, a threat of a play action or whatever that would hold those guys for half a second to be able to maybe look down the field a little bit. I, I, that would be ideal in this game, but I just I don't have any confidence. Confidence is actually going to happen. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with uh, Henry there. It's a consistency thing, and you know you can't just just eliminate the big plays because he certainly creates those, but. Uh, just kind of understand what we're talking about here. It, it's on a down-to-down basis. You know, if, if you're getting three yards a carry and it takes you 20-something carries to rip off another big one, it's probably not worth the trouble. So, uh, Dion Lewis, I think you saw uh, a really experienced, a really explosive, um, agile runner in between the tackles, and especially in that second half. Uh, he went to work in between the tackles, and the Titans' offense looked different. So, uh, uh, and that was a good difference. So, um, it, it's, I, I don't think they're going to push Dion for more carries, but it's hard because, you know, I see it. I'm sure you see it. I, I just think this offense is better right now with him on the field. Yeah, absolutely. He, he looked like the much better back, and he just gives you so many more options. Uh, he's such a threat in, you know, as far as running or catching the ball in the backfield, and he's really good in pass protection too. So, um, you, you know, it'll be interesting to see again what the workload is between those two guys. Um, you know, we saw that they, they were trying to establish Derrick Henry early in that game uh, against the Dolphins, and then, you know, they got behind. You're, you're obviously going to see more of Deion Lewis at that point. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope that they can find something to get going, something to exploit here. I mean, I, I think the, the Texans are weak. Uh, at the cornerback position, I think there's definitely some stuff you can take advantage of there. Again, it's just, it just goes back to the confidence of if the, if the offensive line can give them enough time to to take advantage of those matchups. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I just don't. I, I'm really struggling to have confidence in this offense. And we talked about it before we went on. There's just too many injuries there, and I really hate sounding like this because we were so excited. You know, you go back a month ago, and we were so excited to see this offense, and even. Even in throughout the preseason, uh, we were saying, hey, they haven't put all the pieces together. Now it just seems like everything's being ripped away. 
the the possibility of starting the year 0-4 is very real. Uh, so it, it's just it's a really bad situation. Uh, and, you know, it, all the injuries piling up, it, it kind of feels like the season's starting to get away. But uh, the Titans can just keep plugging away here. Maybe they can make some hay. Maybe it'll be like uh, that time they started 0-6 and almost made the playoffs. So that's oh, what I'm hoping for at least. There you go. We'll see. All right. Well, coming up, we'll look at what they will be trying to do on the defensive side of the ball. So I have more confidence in the defense in this one. Uh, we're, like I said, we should get Rashawn Evans back. We should get Harold Landry back. Um, it sounds like Derek Morgan is is getting closer to 100%. So they're going to be pretty much close to full strength on the defensive side of the ball. That's a good thing. Um, I mean, obviously, we know what Deshaun Watson is capable of. I mean, I still have nightmares about that Texas game last year where Marcus Mariota got hurt and Deshaun Watson just running him up and down the field. Um, but I, I feel like the, this defense is more athletic this year with everybody being out there uh, when you've got guys like Evans and, and Landry out there hopefully being able to contribute. I feel like the secondary is a little bit stronger. Um, I did a post, and you go back and look at the numbers, but – Logan Ryan has actually had pretty good success against DeAndre Hopkins uh, in his career. Now, we know Dick LeBeau was not a shadow guy, um, and I don't know that they'll do that tomorrow. But that, that's actually a pretty good matchup for Logan Ryan. Um, you, you know, the Texans, I don't, I don't think the run game is all that good. Lamar Miller's a, a fine running back, but he's not great. Um, their offensive line is not very good. So... You know, if they can get to Deshaun Watson and, you know, create some pressure, make him, you know, make some bad decisions, then maybe they could force him into a couple of turnovers and, uh, you know, set up some short fields, give the offense a chance like that. Uh, you know, Watson wasn't great last week. And I think that, you know, again, we've seen Deshaun Watson once and he torched us. Um, and, you know, we everybody knows what he did in his limited sample last year. So there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons to be high on the Texans offense, but I really don't think it's that bad of a matchup for the Titans. The narrative on the Titans defense is interesting. If you pay attention to to what some of the fantasy guys say and what the national media guys say, yeah, if you take away that Kenny Stills bomb, Tannehill throws for like 150 yards. You know, he's not having a big day. Uh, you had the kick return touchdown uh, that added to the Dolphins game. Uh, so I don't think the defense played particularly bad. Uh, Ryan Tannehill just kind of cut him up with with short passes, which is fine. I think uh, I think he'll let teams do that. So uh, I'm not down on, on this defense at all. Uh, I I think people are also just kind of assuming Deshaun Watson is going to torch the Titans again. Uh, well, let's remember Mike Vrabel came over from Houston, so I, there's got to be some intel there. Uh, not saying it's going to make the, the the difference in the game, but uh, it's got to help, doesn't it? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's time that you're familiar with, with what's going on on the other side of the ball. When you're familiar with, and again, you know, it's not that he's going to have all their secrets in whatever, but you know, if the Texans have some you know, hand signals or whatever that they have for audible calls and that kind of stuff. Um, they've got to change those this week because Mike Brable knows them. Now, I, that what does that mean? I don't know, but it's it's time they're spending on not preparing for the Titans. Um, so, I mean, I, I think there is something to that. And like you said, he knows I, – I think it really comes down to the, the more important part is he knows individual players' weaknesses. 
Um, he may know how you know you can get a player riled up or something like that. Um, he knows how to attack the offensive linemen on, on their side of the ball. I mean, I think it really comes down into the, like the individual stuff, the stuff that he saw in practice, the stuff that those guys struggled with on a day in and day out basis. I think he knows that stuff, and they can kind of coach to take advantage of that. I, I think it's more of that than like knowing what the play call is going to be. Yeah, it's it's an interesting wrinkle for sure. But um, Watson started the year uh, the, the rusty. I think that was the the word that McGinnis used a couple of days ago with us. Uh, completed half his passes. Like you said, that off the line isn't very good. Uh, it was his first game, full game back from the ACL injury. Uh, didn't play much in the preseason. So I don't think you're getting a, a white hot Deshaun Watson that that's ready to set the league on fire again. Uh, I think it's going to take him time to get going. So if there's there's anywhere I have confidence, it's the Titans defense kind of hanging in with the Texans. I'm sure they're going to get theirs. I'm sure DeAndre Hopkins is going to get his. Uh, he always seems to against the Titans. But uh, I, I don't think that's going to be a huge issue on Sunday. No, I don't either. And and I think, again, if you want to look for a place to, to be confident in this game, I think you look towards – the defense being able to, to make a couple of things happen and um, give the offense, uh, you know, a couple of, of short field opportunities. And then maybe, you know, they can, they can get momentum and that kind of thing. Because again, I, you know, on, on an everything's even game again, just, just because of the injuries more so than anything else, because I don't think, I, I think both teams at full strength, I think the Titans actually, actually stack up pretty well against the Texans. I think the Titans are probably the overall better team if both teams are at full strength, but they're not this week. And so that's that's really the, the, the place we're concerned about. So, I don't know, any any more points about the defense we need to make? Yeah, on Harold Landry and Rashawn Evans, I think you'll see a pitch count. Uh, I'm not expecting a huge impact from them, but it's encouraging. I don't think either of them were, were even on the, the injury report today. So that's a really good sign. Uh, in particular on Rashawn Evans, you know, he's got a lot to learn. I'm sure he's been in the classroom and, and figuring out the playbook and all that, but... Uh, just from an on-the-field standpoint, he's got a lot to learn, a long way to go. I'm interested to see how fast he can come along. Uh, and, and I think you'll see Harold Landry make an instant impact. I don't think he'll play many snaps, but uh, just kind of as a rotational pass rusher, uh, firing off the edge, that's going to be huge, fresh legs off the edge. Yeah, and like you said, even if it's just a few plays for each of those guys, it just it spells Arakpo and Morgan and, and Correa, whoever else, um, it, it keeps those guys a little bit fresher. And so, yeah, it, even a little bit helps there. So, anyway, so that, that's what we're looking at. Uh, again, hopefully we can we can just see a couple of plays, a couple, maybe a big play on the offense, a big play on the defense, uh, kind of change the momentum of this game because I think it's going to take something like that for the Titans to win this one. And, again, that's not I'm, not I'm not giving up on the season or anything like that in saying that. It's just that you, you, this team is just really banged up right now. And, and again, they've been. It, it seems like their injuries have been concentrated at certain places. And so, like right now, when you're missing both offensive tackles, it's just, that's the problem. You know, the, 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 it's hard for any NFL team to overcome that. So, anyway, so we'll be back Sunday night with a reaction show. Uh, between now and then, you can check out MusicMiracles.com. We'll have a ton more about this game leading up to it. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jay Morris MCM, and Terry's at T Lambert FB. So for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening to Locked On Titans, and we'll talk to you again next week.